Hello. Before we jump into today's episode of Sailor Time to Pause, I want to invite you to abide worship over on our main YouTube channel, Plexus Salvation Army, on a Wednesday evening. We will be joined by someone new every week, simply coming before God in adoration and worship, singing praise to Him. So subscribe to Plexus Salvation Army YouTube channel and get the bell on so you don't miss it. See you on Wednesday at seven o'clock. Now back to today's episode. Stop and breathe in your presence. Just breathe. Just breathe. Did you know that most people miss Christmas every year? That may sound rather silly when we drown in a sea of Christmas advertising at this time of year. Special adverts, all of which are designed to tug at our heartstrings, paint a rosy picture of how Christmas used to be, and most importantly, put our consumerism into overdrive. Even the adverts we see from charities do exactly the same thing and try to sell us peace of mind and freedom from guilt when we sit down to our Christmas lunches. We can forget our ageing neighbour because we've given £15 to help the aged. And we don't need to worry about the famine in Africa because we bought someone a goat. But despite the incessant advertising, I'm still convinced that most people miss Christmas. In fact, it may even be because of the advertising. They miss Christmas because they confuse it with turkey, chestnuts roasting on an open fire, trees presents, decorations, the Queen's speech, robins and so on. One of the favourite activities of many families at Christmas time is going to see the nativity play, whether at school or at church. It's something so familiar that we only need to see a girl wearing blue and we know that her name will be Mary. Is there a child in a dressing gown with a tea towel on his head? Then he's a shepherd. He doesn't even need a sheep. We just know the role that he's about to play. And when Joseph stamps his foot while waving his fist... We all know what's about to appear, the innkeeper. And we can usually be quite confident that there'll be more than one, because it's an easy part with one line. But it means that every child can have something special to do. We expect to see Mary and Joseph going from inn to inn, door to door, even though we know that this is taking a little liberty with the scripture story. But it makes the point that there was no room, and we understand how desperate the situation was becoming. But even though it's not thoroughly explicit in scripture, I want us to bear in mind that image because I think it's useful for us today. Of many innkeepers, each successively turning the unborn Christ away, not even willing to listen enough to know that tidings of joy were on their doorstep, unwilling for the Saviour to be birthed in their homes. The Bible doesn't specifically mention the innkeeper by name, but that night in Bethlehem, An innkeeper was confronted by a man and his pregnant wife, and he turned them away, saying that he had no room for them. And so he missed Christmas. Not only did he turn Mary and Joseph away, but he apparently didn't even call for anyone to help a young mother about to give birth. You can't come in here and I won't do much for you. Not in my house, but perhaps out back where no one will see where I can quickly forget about you and don't have to be bothered about you, somewhere where we don't have to get close and share a life together, a stable for the animals. Luke chapter 2 is explicitly concerned with a lonely birth, 
There are no midwives, no assistants for Mary at all. The Bible doesn't even mention that Joseph was present. Perhaps he was, but if he was typical of first-time fathers at that time, he would have probably been a very little help to Mary. She was basically on her own. Mary brought forth the child. She wrapped him in swaddling cloth and she laid him in a manger. Where usually a midwife would clean the baby and wrap him, there was no one. Mary did it herself. And where usually there would have been a cradle or basket for the baby, there was none. Mary had to put him in an animal feeding trough. Now, while the innkeeper is not specifically mentioned, whatever hospitality Joseph and Mary sought, it was unavailable to them. They were turned away by the innkeeper. The son of God might have been born on his property, but he turned away a young mother about to deliver a child, and so he missed the first Christmas. The innkeeper missed it because he was preoccupied. His inn was full. It was census time in Bethlehem and the city was bulging with everyone whose ancestry went back to the little town. Coping with the census and all the extra visitors that it brought to the town probably made this the busiest time the innkeeper had ever known. We can't ever know how many extra mouths he had to feed, but we can be sure that food was becoming scarce and the market stalls would become empty quickly because of the number of visitors to the town. Bethlehem was the city of David, and so every living descendant of David would have been there. The fact that the innkeeper remained tells us that he too was a descendant of David, and so we can guess that in addition to the relative strangers he had with him, he would have had many family, all of them probably expecting a good deal on a room, possibly even some turning up after he'd declared the infall and still expecting him to let them in because they were family, so even if they just slept inside on the floor. The whole town was crowded. The innkeeper was busy with work, with family, with the inevitable cleaning that so many guests would bring. They expected this to be a great time and quite likely all the family guests wanted to share meals round a table and catch up. Essentially, doing all the things that so many of us have come to expect from Christmas gatherings. The innkeeper and his wife, if he had one, were overloaded with the expectations of themselves and of everyone else. And then comes yet another knock at the door. And as the innkeeper walked to answer it, he dreaded that on the other side would be yet another burden that he had to bear. When Joseph knocked on that door asking for help, there's no indication that the innkeeper was hostile or even unsympathetic. He was just busy, that's all. I'll put them out back in the stable. Straight to the back of the house and straight to the back of his mind. Too much to be do to be interested in their story. I wonder, is that a picture of someone you know? Not hostile to the Christmas story, possibly even quite sympathetic to it, just too busy to really take time to think about what Christmas really means. Are they consumed with activity? Not necessarily sinful or wrong activity, just things that keep them busy. But it may not just be someone else. Do you see anything of the innkeeper's response in yourself? Christmas is so often such a busy time for all of us, and a lot of that activity is good. In the Salvation Army, for example, we're often collecting money and singing and playing carols. 
getting prepared for family visits, choosing presents that you want to give to others, writing notes in your cards to keep in touch with old friends, helping your friends with their decorations, in time perhaps even shoveling the snow from a neighbour's drive. But does the clutter of activity crowd out any of the time that you may otherwise have had just to stop and pause and reflect on the wonder that is, as the song puts it, God incarnate in a virgin son? Do the parties and the shopping and the concerts and the dinners and work cause you to be so preoccupied that you find yourself, like the innkeeper, too busy for the Son of God? Whether you see this in yourself or in others that you care about, let's try to create some time this Christmas season when we can stop and reflect and look in through the stable door and marvel and wonder at what we see. I want to create some time just now for us to do that. So take some time to reflect and ask yourself how you can create that time and space for some of the other innkeepers that you know. And on behalf of Plexus Salvation Army, the UK online church, may I wish you and your family a very happy Christmas.
Hello, this has been Sailor Time to Pause, a podcast from Plexus Salvation Army, an online church in the UK. I'm Ian. I'm Elizabeth. And I'm Sam. If you've enjoyed journeying with us over these last few weeks, join us every Monday or any day that works for you to spend time together, taking time out to pause, catch our breath, draw near to God and refresh our spirits. We share Bible teachings, reflections on songs we're listening to, and on what's going on in the world around us. As well as this, on the last day of the month, we look back and reflect, share any thoughts from our listener community, and ask what we can take from it into our daily living. What we call our personal So What's for the month. Join us, making us part of your regular routine, spending a few minutes to listen to what God might be saying to you. Find us on your favourite podcast streaming service, on Facebook or YouTube by searching for Selah. That's S-E-L-A-H. Time to pause.